Good morning, everybody. You're tuning in to the news at Morning Mixtape. It is Friday, August 18th, and I'm your host, Sharanki Kalantharasa, reporting for Met Radio 1280 AM in Toronto. And here are our top stories from today. A former CRA employee is charged with CRCB scam of nearly $20,000. Police recover nearly $2.8 million worth of stolen vehicles in the Toronto area. Metro claims that the union refused to meet despite continuing strike in the Greater Toronto Area. The CNE is arriving in Toronto, and here are some foods to try. And then we will hear Krishna Priya with her segment, Hidden Histories. And now, time for the news. For the first headline, a former CRA employee is charged with CERB and CRCB scam of nearly $20,000. According to CTV News, an ex-CRA employee who is a resident of Yukon stole nearly $20,000 from government assistance funding. Melissa Jensen Webb, the former CRA employee, was allegedly charged and arrested last Thursday, August 10th, after allegations fell on her regarding the Canadian Emergency Response Benefit, CERB, and the Canadian Recovery Caregiving Benefit, CRCB. The benefits, CERB as well as CRCB, were given to individuals whose working states were impacted during the pandemic. However, Jensen Webb made false claims by accessing confidential information in an unauthorized manner. Melissa Jensen Webb is expected to appear at Stony Plain Provincial Court on September 20th. Moving on, police recover nearly $2.8 million worth of stolen vehicles in Toronto. Three males from the GTA were found and are facing more than 80 charges after police found a car theft ring in the York Region area. Police found 31 vehicles, which were totally valued at more than $2.8 million in terms of cash. Police also found $30,000 in physical cash. Many other items such as reprogramming devices, hundreds of master keys and police scanning devices were also found according to City News. For our third headline, Metro claims that the union refused to meet despite the continuing strike in the Greater Toronto Area. Many workers of this well-known grocer have been striking due to wage cuts and not being able to keep up with the cost of living. In fact, many workers of Metro are asking for their hero pay of $2 an hour to be reinstated according to Global News. However, the grocer claimed earlier that despite their requests for meeting very soon, Unifor has not agreed to comply with the request. The number of Metro workers on strike totals to more than 3,700 in the Greater Toronto Area. A spokesperson for Unifor, 
Marie-Claude Bacon told Global News that workers refused to accept a tentative agreement from Unifor, which consisted of paid sick days for part-time workers, wage increases, etc. In fact, Bacon mentioned that on the tentative agreement, full-time workers and senior part-time workers would be getting an additional $3.75 per hour by July of 2026. Across the next two years, Unifor is planning on pattern bargaining with the major grocers. For our last headline, the CNE is arriving in Toronto and here are some foods to try. The Canadian National Exhibition, the grand event that takes place on an annual basis at the Exhibition Palace in Toronto, Ontario, is back from August 18th to September 4th for this year. One of the one-of-a-kind things at the CNE is their unique foods. So here are some things you should try if you get a chance to visit the event. Number one, Malibu Mac and Cheese. Inside the food building at the event, Eat My Bowls created a dish called Malibu Mac and Cheese, which was inspired by the movie Barbie. It consists of bright pink mac and cheese, which will be served in a bread bowl. This costs $13.99. In fact, you could add caviar for an additional $10. Number two, peanut butter pickle corn dog. At Carnival Kitchen, which will be located at the BMO field, a peanut butter pickle corn dog, which is a hot dog in a pickle dipped corn dog batter and topped with peanut butter as well as jelly and peanuts would, will be sold. This cost a total of $13. Lastly, at number three, we have pickled cotton candy. The Candy Time vendor is known for their pickled cotton candy, which is exactly what it sounds like, a pickle-flavored cotton candy. This costs a total of $10. Well, that was it for me today, and now I'll leave you with Krishna Priya with her segment, Hidden Histories. Good morning, I'm Krishna Priya, and welcome to this week's Hidden Histories segment, where I talk about the little-known histories behind our everyday world. Seeing as this is our first installment, why don't we talk about greetings for a sec? Let me paint you a picture. You're going about your day, reselling bulk boxes of Cheerios or whatever it is you do every day, when your phone rings. You're confused, not expecting a call, but you pick it up anyway, opting for the classic greeting, hello? But why? So, as it turns out, hello is actually a recent development with NPR.org citing the first known usage being in the very present, very relevant year of 1827. Okay, so maybe recent is a bit relative, but the point stands. However, it was more typically used to express surprise. You know, the way you'd say, hey, at your sibling trying to steal your cake, although not always with the same intent to smack them. In fact, the whole hello as a greeting thing only started with the invention of the telephone. Here's a quick refresher. In 1876, Alexander Graham Bell patented the telephone, so obviously he got to decide what the standard greeting is, and he went for ahoy. This is because ahoy already had a history as a greeting. 
specifically among those with nautical professions like captains, but also because Bell himself was an avid boater whose passion led to him being involved in many water-related pursuits, like the building of hydrodomes and watercrafts, as explained in the Canadian Encyclopedia. However, around that time was also when Thomas Edison came up with his own spin on the telephone, insisting those who used his phone to say hello as a greeting, a concept that was gaining popularity around the time. Seeing as how one of these is way more common than the other, how do we get saddled with hello instead of the better timeline where everyone answers their phone like a pirate? According to NPR.org, it's because of the first phone book, which had a how-to section for using the new invention, telling users to start conversations with a, quote, firm and cheery hello. Whatever the reason, though, hello caught on way faster and became the standard greeting, much to the dismay of good old Bell, who continued to start every single phone call with ahoy until the day he died, and that's why we're not pirates. So I leave you with one last question. Which greeting do you prefer? That's all for this week's Hidden Histories. I'm Krishna Priya, reporting for Met Radio, 1280 AM Toronto, and thanks for listening. With this, let's wrap up our news for this morning. Thank you so much for tuning in and listening. I will be back next Friday with some more exciting news at Morning Mixtape, but until then, tune in tomorrow for more. It is Met Radio 1280 AM in Toronto. I'm Sharanki Kalantharasa. Thanks for listening.